there's been a lot of prayers about this morning, hasn't there? Yes. And guess what my subject is today? Prayer. It's about prayer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's only a simple message and I pray that it will be the right message for today. So, thank you. To start with, in Matthew it says, Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward, but when you pray, go into your room, shut your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret, he will reward you. And when you pray... Don't babble like the Gentiles, since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them, because your Father knows the things you need before you even ask him. We too have the remarkable privilege to faithfully pray for the people God has placed in our lives. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, The one who believes in me will also do the works that I do and he will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So if you ask anything, Jesus said, in my name, I will do it. Now husbands, do you know that if you treat your wives right, your prayers will not be hindered. They will then be an honour to you and be obedient. For this is what the women were like in the past, holy women women of God. And also, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests before God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. When we face difficulties and disasters, may we turn to God, perhaps in anguish, perhaps in repentance, compassionate and abounding in love. He draws us to himself, providing the comfort and help we need. God says, return to me with all of your heart. You know, there was a little song, and I think it's still around today. It said, what a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And perhaps in asking our God for help, he will lead us to ask for people who can assist us. Pray and seeking God first will always put us in the correct position and aim us in the right direction to move into the future God has for us. So when we pray together, we can also rejoice together in God's goodness. Our loving Father is waiting for us to come to him 
so he can work through us in ways that reach far beyond anything we could ever imagine. So when we are praying together, we are working together. We can pour out our needs to God because he wants to hear what's on our hearts. Our prayers matter to God because we matter to him. And prayer is the key that unlocks the door. What is prayer? Without prayer, many of us would be overcome with grief and anxiety. Prayer gives us peace, knowing that all is in our Heavenly Father's hand. It is communing with Christ. We are laying our burdens at our Heavenly Father's feet. Prayer is a victory over all of our burdens. But be consistent in prayer. Don't be a gimme, 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 my name's Jimmy, I want, I want. <laughs> this, is, this is not prayer, it's selfishness. Keep believing, keep praying, keep pressing forward because the scripture says, don't get tired of doing what's good and right for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. That's in Galatians. It may be hard when you don't know what to do, but remind yourself that you have the power of God inside you. God will guide you when you trust in him and pray. Pray always and never give up. Prayer is something we need to do. Every day pray and give thanks to your Heavenly Father for all he has given you. Pray for family, friends, loved ones and even your enemies. So when you pray for your enemies, things will begin to change. Pray for those who hate you. Pray for God to bless them, not curse them. Now isn't it great when you pray for someone and you see the results when that prayer was answered? It gives us hope. It gives us peace. It helps us to trust God even more. Sometimes God takes his time in answering our prayers and that is not always easy for us to understand. Now that was a situation for Zechariah, a priest whom the angel Gabriel appeared to one day near an altar in the temple in Jerusalem. Gabriel told him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to call him John. But Zechariah, he'd probably asked God years before and struggled with Gabriel's message because Elizabeth was, was well beyond their age for childbearing. Still, God heard his prayer because God's memory is perfect. He's able to remember our prayers not only for years, but also for generations beyond our lifetime. He never forgets them and may move in response long after we first brought our request to him. Sometimes his answer is no. Other times it is wait. But his response is always measured with love. God's ways are beyond us. 
but we can trust that they are good. Zechariah learned this. He asked for a son, but God gave him even more. His son would grow up to be the very prophet who would announce the arrival of the Messiah. So Zechariah's experience demonstrates a vital truth that should encourage us as we pray. God's timing is rarely worth, rarely our own, but is always worth waiting for. In our faithful efforts to serve, it's good for us to remember that Jesus often withdrew to pray. If this practice was important for Jesus, how much more for us? May we regularly spend time with our Father, who can fill us to overflowing. We need to spend time alone and talk and pray with our Lord. He will strengthen us and guide us and grant us wisdom to know and pray for others, as so many people need to know that someone is praying for them. However, never give up when the answer to prayer does not come at once. Sometimes there is a reason for the delay. It will come because God's timing is perfect. When we cannot see God's hand at work, we can still trust his heart. Call out to God. He's waiting to hear from you. In Isaiah says, the Lord says, I've heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. And even when his answers are not what we want or expect, we can rest assured that he is compassionate and he is powerful. The one who orders the movement of the sun can certainly move in our hearts. When we are faced with a situation that brings anxiety, fear or a deep awareness that getting through it will require more than what we have, run straight to the Lord. We can lay our problems before God and trust him to guide our steps and calm our uneasy hearts. For God is our greatest help in times of distress. Did you ever wonder if people are really listening? Or worse, do you fear that God is not listening? We can tell if people are listening based on their response or their eye contact. But how do we know if God is listening? Should we rely on feelings or see if God is answering our prayers? In the Psalms, when David was hiding from Saul, he cried unto his Lord. He said, God save me by your name and vindicate me by your might. God hear my prayer, listen to the words of my mouth. For strangers rise up against me and violent men intend to kill me. They do not let God guide them. This was a heartfelt cry to God. We often need to really cry out if we want God to hear our prayer. We don't need to rely on feelings or wait for a sign to know that God listens to us. He's promised to listen and he always keeps his promises. Our God is an awesome God who loves us unconditionally. Waiting for God's help in the midst of trouble is hard. It could be tempting to try and find our own solution. 
The Israelites did just that, under threat from their enemies. They sought help from Egypt instead of turning to God. That's in Isaiah chapter 30. But God told them that if they would repent and put their trust in him, they would find strength and salvation. In fact, he added, the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Waiting for God takes faith and patience. But when we pray and in the end see his answer, we realise it was well worth it. Blessed are all who wait on the Lord. And what's even more amazing, God is waiting for us to come to him. All it takes is to come to him is to communicate and pray. His timing is always perfect. The Bible encourages us to pray on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. In Ephesians, says this includes moments where we need courage, self-control or sensitivity. Praying before we speak helps us give words, give God control of our attitudes and words. Just ask him to help you control and direct how you use your words in prayer. Ask him and find out for yourself what types of situations in your life could benefit most from prayer. When you hear a friend pray for you with compassion and with God-given insight, it's a little like heaven touching earth. How good it is to know that because of God's kindness to us, our prayers can also touch heaven. Now, I have a little illustration of my own. Um, after I turned to Denali back in 2009, after Jim died, the Lord thy God allowed me almost 12 months to get my little house in order. After painting until my arms ached and planting gardens in all kinds of weather and, and putting up a veranda on the front of the house. Well, actually, I didn't put it up. I had two brothers did the building, but they said as long as I did the painting. Well, it was 38 degree heat, and they had for me two 44-gallon drums with the 40-feet boards across. They said, now we want you to paint both sides. The first lot was the stain for the floor. The other lots were for the rails. And, uh, and after I'd finished, they said, would you like to come and help us? I said, no, thank you. I'm, I'm right now. <laughs> And after fixing up the back of the house, trying to make it a Shirley house and putting around splashes of pink, I was truly grateful for God for allowing me to do this to make my little house a home. One day, though, after almost completing my project, I sat down and I said, Lord, Father, now that you've blessed the works of my hands and you've truly blessed me and helped me, to return here to my little cottage. But now I need to use it for your glory. I would love to either use it as a house of prayer or a Bible study and bless and welcome your people, people, especially your people, in for a cuppa or a meal. But I don't belong to any church in this area. Please help me to find such a church. And I left it in his hands. Well... By the start of 2011, 
I was walking down Separation Road looking for stones to make a path. And as I was passing one of the houses, there were not many at that time, this young lady called Trudy stopped me as she was turning into a driveway and so we chatted for a while. I told her I was looking for stones for a path. She said, well, I've got some you could have. So the next day I went to her house and she had Lynn visiting for a cuppa and they invited me in. I said I was a Christian and looking for a church. They told me I was welcome to join them for their Bible study. Well, the following week, on the Thursday evening, I walked down and knocked on her door. When I entered, everyone just stared at me and looked as if to say, who in the world is this? It was me, and I walked in. You think I would have had, uh, thought I had horns out of my head the way they stared at me. (laughs) But I walked in and joined a Bible study group. Well, from that day on, that was how I was meant to come to Waddle City Church. And when Trudy picked me up the following Sunday, I said to the Lord, Oh, thank you, Lord. I now know you heard my prayer. I'm home. This will be my church, the one you led me to. It was only six weeks later that Trudy said she was moving on and they were in need of a venue for Bible study. So I put up my hand. Now, 12 years later, still have Bible study and have seen many people pass through my home either for a cuppa or a meal or Bible study. Praise be to God who always hears our prayers. Now I can truly say that prayer is the key that that unlocks the door, any door. I'm so glad that God heard my prayer that day. Jesus is the perfect prayer partner, the friend that intercedes for us with unmeasurable kindness. His prayers for us are beautiful beyond words and should encourage us to always pray with thankfulness. When we pray, we may struggle with words and feelings and think they are not good enough. But Jesus taught his followers that we should always pray and not give up. God's word shows us that one of the reasons we can do this is that Jesus himself is at the right hand of God and is interceding for us. It's in Romans 8:34. We never pray alone because Jesus is praying for us. He hears us as we pray and speaks to the Father on our behalf. We don't have to worry about our speech or using the right words because no one understands us like Jesus does. He helps us in every way, presenting our needs before God. He also knows when the answers we ask for would not be good for us, handling every request or concern with perfect wisdom and love. So remember always, praise him and cry out, because he loves to hear our prayers. Our good shepherd will direct our paths and keep us in mercy, strength and love. May we declare our dependence on him. Amen. Amen. And that is my message. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast by Wattle City Church. If you Google Wattle City Church, you'll find us on Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, 
YouTube and a whole bunch of other platforms. Feel free to listen. We pray that you'll be encouraged by this message and by other messages that you listen to. We praise God and we pray blessings upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.